You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Gonna be PP Pan City here real soon. Hey everybody, welcome to the Laporte and Porter Important Report. I'm Aaron Porter. I'm Kevin Laporte. And this is everything we consider to be important. And so should you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We got that down to a science, my friend. <laughs> a science. A very muddy climate change based science, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows if it's real? <laughs> Everyone knows it's real. Joining us today, a very, very special guest. He's a special guest because he hosts all of our content. <laughs> when it's not on YouTube, it's on his site. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Scotty White. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's not like I'm holding your contract or anything. You're holding you're holding our contract. <laughs> I, was, I was like, you need to put me on your show or you'll never have any show again. That's that listen, I will send the emails out. <laughs> People will see the conversations we've had. They're all very pleasant. There were threats. There were there were moments where he was like, Listen, if I don't get on this show, we're gonna have some problems. <laughs> you you think you have Kevin as a co host? Maybe something <laughs> happens to Kevin. Who knows? Why me? (laughs) You're older, you know. Because Aaron has his own equipment. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He's not wrong. In the value department. That's true. Uh, All right. So it's time for important headlines. Kevin, do you have an important headline? Doctor Strange trailer dropped last night. Yes, it did. I have not seen it yet because I've been busy with a secret thing that I can't talk about. It it takes like two minutes. Yes, and oddly enough, my my topic's gonna be about trailers. So, <laughs> but I uh, yeah no. I'm we just, really could have just delayed the start of the podcast for two minutes. <laughs> you know, watch it. I didn't know you were gonna bring it up. <laughs> I mean, actually, I could probably pull it up on here and make you watch it while we talk. <laughs> uh, uh, it was good. Yeah. Um, uh, always kind of like Doctor Strange. Uh, his his costume is always outdated to me. Sure, he's still got the little flowy tunic. You know, like. 18th century romantic poet look going right and every time they try to update it they pull it back to this for some reason um but the trailer looks can't good there's some... a classic man you can't keep <laughs> down a classic that's right i, I mean dr like doom it. wears basically the same half skirt armor gear. He's but he's in. got armor <laughs> dr strange don't, don't need it he don't need son. no armor he's got he leggings. Got that magic <laughs> don't need it son and they're not leggings they're meggings <laughs> which are a real thing if you search for them online <laughs> Don't ask him about these things. Because he sells them at aaronsfindmeggings.com. <laughs> Pay my bills. <laughs> That's your fifth yeah. podcast. That is the Meggings cast. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I am literally out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the uh, Strange trailer? Uh, I thought it was very neat. My, my first impression of it, though, was Batman Begins meets Inception plus Magic. Inception because of the buildings, right? Thing. Yeah, well, yeah, Batman Begins because he's all like going to some mountain with a beard, and <laughs> he wow. really looks like Chris, uh, Christian Bale in, uh, in Batman Begins. But in all fairness, that is actually Doctor Strange's origin <laughs> story, not Batman's. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I, <laughs> so we, I mean, it's I'm like not... <laughs> reverse ripoff. It's like a circular, right? You know, someone plagiarism. Kills Do- someone kills Doctor Strange's family. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get to see pearls slowly fall to the ground in such an artsy shot? That, that movie was amazing. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> nope. Nope. Can I change my topic to why Batman was amazing? Nope. <laughs> Read my blog. <laughs> At scottywhite.com. <laughs> I got you. Scotty, what's your important headline? Um, What else is going on? Um, 
Doctor Strange was really, really big. Um, we got uh, we got some new Captain America scenes, which I haven't watched because I refuse to because Captain America is almost out next month. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Harry Potter, uh, the um, Fantastic Beasts new trailer, which looked amazing. I don't know if you guys are Potter fans. Eh, I'm all right with it. I like the, I've never read the books, so the movies I find are, are fine, and I'm really interested in this one. Okay. It looks very cool. Isn't it a fictional book yes. that takes place <laughs> They're all fictional, within yeah. a fictional... <laughs> Hogwarts isn't real. Book. <laughs> Wait, so there's a fictional story that's taking place. We're so making a movie about a fictional a story. So what you're yeah, trying to explain is meta. How meta is this? Yes. Really? Yeah. Um, it's 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 meta. It's very meta. What's really interesting though, it 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 really highlights um magic in their universe. Uh, first of all, in the 1920s, so it's kind of the jazz age in America, all, right? In America. So I'm really interested. From what I understand, uh, it's got some uh, Native American flavor to it and being a native american i'm really excited hopefully they will not screw that up sure but probably they will because you know white people <laughs> this racist comment is brought to you by scottywhite.com scottywhite.com go there for your racist comments <laughs> only about white people <laughs> we want our land back that's all i'm saying nah we're okay. using it. I'm looking at you, DC, <laughs> and your football team, Cleveland. I got I my eyes you on you. DC team. Comics. I was like, what did they take over? <laughs> you know, just just man, give Apache Chief his own series. That's all I'm asking. I was going to say Warpath. That's, that's they Marvel. Did, they actually put him in the Justice League. And Green Arrow slept with his wife. I mean, that really happened. It's all damn. Once again, white people. <laughs> Very white people. White people. I have no arguments against this. It's one. really more green people. But. I'm colorblind. White people. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you're saying they all look alike? Yes. Okay. I mean, really, I thought you guys were twins for the longest time. <laughs> That's insulting to one of us. I'm not sure which one, but it's insulting to one of us, well, you sir. You grew the beard. I can kind of separate you go. now. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my important headline, and this is really just going to be just, just for the two of us. Uh, back on April 1st, which wasn't too long ago, there's a new baby metal album out. Yes. <laughs> it's good. Did you see them on Colbert? I did. Right? That was fucking great. I know. Uh, so if you don't know who baby metal is. Um, what is wrong with you? Uh, go to YouTube. Search "Gimme Chocolate" and enjoy that. Right. Um, it, it's a uh, it's a J-pop metal band. It's three like little cute Japanese girls, right? Yeah. And they're a metal band. Yeah. Do they play instruments. No, uh, they do the singing. Band. Ah, oh. but that's where you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I they that backup band is one of the best metal bands I've ever heard. They don't play, but they have a metal metal band backing them up. See, it's a concept that looks terrible on paper. Yeah. But somehow works. It's, it's like, you put my metal in your J-pop. You put your J-pop in my metal. Well, and here's... Uh, we actually had a conversation about this at work the other day. Because I was talking about baby metal with them. Um, and I think the Just reason casually. why... casually. Yeah. I, I think the reason why it works is because... Uh, there's two types of music where it really doesn't matter so much what the words are. So much as the feeling that it's trying to invoke, and that's pop music and metal music. Because you can listen to a lot of metal music, and it's just... And it's like, okay, that's... Whatever. My dog I, understands that. Yeah. Uh, and then pop music, it's like, the lyrics usually suck. Um, it, you know, they're catchy or whatever, but for the most part, it's just, what emotion are we trying to convey? And those are two types of music that do a great job of that. So I think you combine them. I think that's why it works. And, and that emotion is usually boredom. Oh. <laughs> Apathy. Nah. Not with, not with baby metal. It's amazing. Have you ever read the lyrics to Give Me Chocolate? Yes. Which are 
it's a metal song basically about how much I would like to have chocolate, but it may make me fat. Yep. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> the existential crisis of eating chocolate. Right. I mean, for a sixth grader, I can see how that's important. <laughs> Filtered through the <laughs> through metal. That's right. You're saying that you're saying all these things, and you're saying them with this tone where it's like, "Oh, this is awful," but I'm I don't agreeing. Know. I don't with you. Know. It sounds awesome. I don't know. I mean, Kevin's enlightened. I mean, he listens to a lot of Mozart and Beethoven. That's not true and, uh, <laughs> at all. That's not true. At all. And uh, let's see, not Iron Maiden. He hates Iron Maiden. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. He likes Judas Priest. Yeah, Judas Priest. That was the one yeah, I was trying to think. But of. that's just a, you know, not just like metal that was made before even I was born. Because <laughs> both of those bands were together before I was born. But uh, yeah. I can expand my horizons. All right. Yeah. You have to check them out. It's a good time. All right. It's, it's weird. I won't lie. It's, 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 it's weird. Oh, no. Weird. Don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> it's fucking weird. First of all, I, I watched it. I was like, first of all, I don't believe this works, but it works. Yeah. And then I start feeling bad for watching it because I'm like, these are like middle schoolers. And I'm like, I should not watch this at all. I get the feeling it's like something you should see on like one of the videotapes from The Ring. <laughs> You're like, no, I've got an hour or whatever it is. <laughs> Cosmo, seven days. I have to find chocolate. If I don't eat chocolate, I will die. Oh, can we make that movie? I mean, <laughs> we absolutely need to make that movie. But I have um, acquired the, the baby metal DVDs. Oh no shit! Right, and I'll I will, I will let you have copies. Yes, but um, and and the only reason why I'm, the ring made me think of it because there's a whole comic backstory to yes. them. Yes, there is that I don't know because I've seen, <laughs> but it's in Japanese and you know, no no subtitles, so I have no idea what they. <laughs> but it looks powerful to them. Awesome. All right, so important topics. Uh, Kevin, why don't we start with you? Alrighty, well, I'll start with probably the hottest one off the presses. Yes. Uh, not, I guess it's been a week and a half now, so it's cooled off a little bit. But uh, I want to talk about The Walking Dead. Yep. I want to talk about the uh, the cliffhanger ending. Yes. For this season, and Did they finally get on the boat. <laughs> that's the difference, Walking Dead. <laughs> I won't tell you when the last episode of Walking Dead I watched. Probably when it comes back to me, I'll tell you. But <laughs> we'll we'll catch you up. Yeah. And the, yeah, I'm not. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually the first person I ever heard talk about The Walking Dead way back in the day at the comic shop. Yep. You mentioned it uh, when it first started coming out. Yeah. Well, I bought, I bought my I bought three copies of number one from that comic book shop and uh, sold them all right before I moved to West Virginia to, and made a tidy little profit. I bet you did. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but uh, you, you watched the cliffhanger? Uh, yeah. The, the season ender? Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, and I'm yeah. on the internet, so I'm familiar with it. Okay. So, you see, so we can just get out there and talk about right, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. past spoiler territory. Yeah, we're wait. Listen, if you haven't watched it yet, that's on you. You stop. Uh, Tits and Dragons, spoilers. That's right. All right. Uh, so go ahead. It ends with the well known scene of Negan, yep. their new nemesis, lining all up, up all the good guys on the ground on their knees with his barbed wire wrapped bat Lucille and deciding which one he's going to kill. Okay, and in the comics, he killed Glenn. Right. Yep. Which means probably not on the show just because it's too predictable. Or maybe not. Maybe they're using reverse psychology. I don't know. But the tendency of this show has always been to satisfy the storyline that they're working on at the end of a season. Right. And to leave you wanting more of story, not of gimmick. But what they did this time was very gimmicky. Um, it shows... Uh, 
Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who's an amazing Negan, by the way. I mean, the, the episode is great. Fucking I'm not complaining awesome. about it. It's great. I, the, it's a, you can't go wrong with the comedian. Come to say it. And he's, he's, awesome. he's really good at this. I, I, I can imagine. Uh, he's got the grin down, the sarcasm, the the calmness when he's about to murder somebody <laughs> yeah. in an awful way. Uh, really good. And then at the end, you're like, oh, they're going to pay this off. We're going to see who gets killed, and we're going to worry about it for six months until the new season starts. And, you know. And then they just show him like swinging at the air and making comments to like you, like you're the person getting crushed by the bat. Yeah. And it's really cheap. And so cheating. he killed me. <laughs> yes. He yes. killed you. Yes. Sorry, Scott. But you <laughs> are one of them. And so yeah. they don't reveal at all. <laughs> now confused. <laughs> who he could have been. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, anybody cries, anybody yells, blah, blah, blah. So you don't hear any of the characters. So there's no clue as to who it is, which who cares about the clues. Just give us the story. Like well, you've done every season. Finish it off, and then we start anew in the yeah. next season. It was just, to me, not bad writing because the rest of the episode is great. Yeah. Gimmicky. So who was all lined up? Everybody but Morgan and Carol, basically, that yeah. mattered. So, yeah. you know, Rick, Rick, Michonne, Glenn, Maggie, Carl. Uh, Carl. Abraham. Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Abraham. Carl, Rosita. you got one eye, Carl. <laughs> uh, Carl, where's your eye? <laughs> what's the uh, the funny guy that with a mullet? Abraham. Eugene. No, Eugene. Eugene. Yeah, Eugene. And uh, I think that's every No, Daryl. Daryl was there, and what's her face was there. Uh, so can't think of her name. Let's see. You can't kill... Michelle. No, other black chick. Oh yeah, um, Tyrese's sister. Yeah, that Abraham's banging, bumping up against. Rock on. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't think of her name. It just left me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was they had plenty of options. Um, I will say, as somebody who's a fan of a lot of shows that were showing on Sci-Fi back in the day, it was there. That was the end of every fucking season. Okay, let's not compare Sci-Fi series hey, hey, hey. to The Walking Dead. Uh, I, I mean, come on, are we talking Stargate Atlantis here? Oh. <laughs> good show but but what I what I mean by that is I got really kind of used to it so when it happened here I just went oh okay they must not they either A didn't know who they were going to kill or B uh, they're in contract negotiations and they're like alright let's see who's not coming back next year now from what I've read that's not the case they know exactly who it is they're just uh, making you watch the first episode of the next season to find out if they even it then the ridiculous thing about that though is they set a record for cable and sometimes for network television as well with every first episode of every season right they nuke the old record that they set at this right. point so why are they resorting to gimmickry to do what they're doing anyway with solid storytelling which is what they built the show on i listen i i don't disagree but i think i d think it creates more of a buzz for the for the ending um we're definitely talking about it. Yeah, and the other half of that is I, I don't know how you write that ending where he actually does kill someone and you wrap it up like you were talking about. He would have had to he he would have had to show up way earlier or the episode would have had to have been longer cuz that is the payoff for that whole fucking episode. And I think you stop it after he kills whoever he kills and that's your reaction and then we're talking about that. And everybody's like, oh, it's Daryl. We're going to actually riot. <laughs> <laughs> For the next six months, you know, we're going to have like Arab Spring style riots across the country because Daryl actually got killed or. I don't think you know, that. I don't think Daryl dies until the show ends. 
I agree. Because I don't think they can afford it. Yeah. They can't. Like, I mean, it'd be like Rick dying. Uh, well, unless... And it's unless, Rick's show. You can't kill Rick. He's a star. Unless Daryl decides... Uh, the guy who plays Norman Reedus decides that he wants to move on. Which is a possibility. I don't know. He's he's doing this and he's trying to make another Boondock Saints. What else is he really trying? No, to I, do? I mean, I get it, but and so, I mean, and then he's riding his motorcycle around taking he's, pictures, and he's doing he's doing cons, and he loves but, his fans. So, I but mean, that's the thing is, if he decides, you know what, I've done all I can on the show, and I don't want to, I don't want to do it anymore. I've outgrown this show artistically. <laughs> Maybe he got bored. I I, I won't disagree with you about the gimmick thing. Um, I I. I I wouldn't say it was quite like sci-fi. I would say it's their version of Best of Both Worlds. So it's 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 their Riker saying to Lakuta is fired. You know, they've got the plan, and so cliffhanger. We don't know for, you know, the summer if if you know number one is going to blow up, you know, the cube and kill Picard. So you've got that that thing. The second thing, it kind of ends sort of that way every ep- every season, right? Because you know Terminus, you know, it doesn't work out when they go to Terminus. They they get to the prison. It doesn't work out the term. I mean. My issues with the show, and I, and, and I won't lie, the last episode I watched was when Beth was in Atlanta. So I'm about a season and a half, two seasons yeah. behind. Yeah. But, and, and why it's it's a fine show, and I, I, I tend to watch it binge watching it than I do watching it um, week by week. Um, uh, and I know lots of people who love it. My family just is obsessed with it. And But to me, it gets like, where are the good people? <laughs> After a while, you're just like, we're just going to live in this part because everywhere we go, there's just terrible human beings. And that's and, and that's actually one of the um, one of the things I really liked about that last episode is the fact that Negan comes out, he's not a good guy, he knows he's not a good guy, and it's him kind of pointing out the fact that you guys did a lot of shit that pissed me off. I don't like that, and you're not good people. And it's like, oh, that's right. They did just straight up murder, like a hundred of Negan's guys, yeah, like a hundred ju- of them. Just got to pay the murdered price. them, and it's like, oh, okay, uh, that's that's a fine point. You you make a good point there, Negan. Uh, you know, and it's like at that point for me, I was like, uh, I am now a fan of Negan. Uh, I want to see what Negan does. It is hard to not like Negan I, because he's the he likes Rick yeah. know, in the comic, and it looks like he, and he has this relationship with Carl, like this mentor relationship that he develops Coral, with him. Coral, Coral, I like your what I. I'm gonna uh, teach you how to be the comedian. Come on, Coral. He's like, I don't want to kill you people. You just have to give me your stuff. Even yeah, though you've I want done you to work to me, for me. I don't want to kill you. But I got to kill one of you. Coral yeah. won't give you my evil possessed Jewish box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go through uh, the different films where he's in. <laughs> um, but you know the the other half of the other half of this is: Would you have been okay if they stopped the episode when he walks out of the trailer and he has the whole PP pants uh, line? No, and, and 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 they just stop it there where you get the shot of the. Uh, of them on their knees just staring in that shot of Rick just freaking out because he realizes he done fucked up. Um, <laughs> like Rick doesn't say another word that whole episode. Rick is terrified. The only and, person and that looks him in the eye is Abraham. Yep. Abraham. So which makes me feel like if I was going to kill somebody, kill that guy, which I hope not because he's the best. No, I don't, I don't think they kill Abraham. Uh, I don't think he's I, not big enough. I don't think it's Abraham. I don't think it's uh, Rick or Carl because he mentions Coral. Coral. Um, he mentions that if uh, you, you know, know if he moves, feed uh, 
Yeah, you know, feed him his other eye. Yeah, feed him his other eye. Uh, so I don't think it's either one. I don't think it's those two. I don't think it's Abraham. To me, uh, and this is kind of. Oh, can we can we take our bets? <laughs> yeah, because uh, I I I think it's Maggie. I because I, I think he's like she's sick. She's gonna die anyway. Fuck this shit. I she's not serving me any purpose. I need you people to work. And it if you're trying to make it different from the comics, then you flip the script and kill Maggie instead of Glenn, and then Glenn can do everything that Maggie does. Yep. In in the comic, take over the hilltop, still work with Rick, be the leader, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Um, and it's either her or Glenn, I think. Yeah, Scotty, without seeing it and just knowing what we told you, I, my my first thought was was Maggie before uh-huh. we had this company. My first thought was was Maggie. Of course, you know, Glenn is now on Voltron, so maybe he's got, <laughs> he got sweet sweet animation money. Bling <laughs> <laughs> bling. <laughs> He's Keith and Voltron. Just saying, <laughs> he's got a starring role in an animated series. Bling bling. There you go. He can, he can show up in his jammies and not worry about zombies. <laughs> Is Keith the Red Lion? Yes. God, that's God. I remembered that. That's horrible. Keith, Sven, Laura. Keith. I'm the Red Lion. Rawr. <laughs> Hold on. I had him. I had him. So it's 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 Keith, Alora, and Sven. They both were Blue Lion. Um, Pidge, green. Hunk, Hunk was yellow. Yes. Um, Keith was black. He was black. Keith was black line, but he wore the red. Yes. Um, who am I missing? Uh, oh, the jerk who was red line. Who was the jerk? He's the other arm, right? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Ah, oh, so close. I can get. I He's the other arm. That's just a weird thing to say. <laughs> he was man. <laughs> Hunk, uh, Hunk and the woman were both the legs. <laughs> <laughs> Some Buffalo Bill shit you're talking about. <laughs> right, like, and I remember the other guy, Sven. Like, he was on there for the first, like, five episodes, right. and he goes missing. And I, yeah, I, I Keith kept him in the basement. <laughs> 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 and you'll form the head. <laughs> I don't know. It's that dark, gritty <laughs> Zack Snyder Voltron. <laughs> Voltron 7. <laughs> What's in the box? Laura's head. <laughs> uh, going back to topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, there's no, there's no way to end that episode in a way that is that resolves it and yet makes it to where I don't know. It still has that that rush that the the last uh, seasons have ended with. Like even even the season before this when it ended. Everything ended on, on kind of a high note, which, yeah. was, which was nice. But it was like, okay, well, we know that high notes, they don't last. Well, it didn't last season end with uh, Deanna's husband getting murdered, and, and then they shot that I thought that, that was guy. the mid-season finale. No, I think it was the end of the season. Well, was it? Okay. I think so. Okay. I may be wrong. Because it looked like it was going to be a high note. They're all getting together and having a party, oh, and then he yeah. walks in, and that guy, except the, the guy that uh, they call Porch Dick, yeah. <laughs> he accidentally, he kills... Deanna's yeah. husband trying to kill Rick. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would start the season out like uh, an occurrence of Owl Creek Bridge. So you know they're all lined up. I don't know if you are familiar with an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. I'm fixing to go really. I no. should be. It's an Oscar-winning short film that uh, that from France in the '60s that Rod Serling bought and made a that's why turn it like aired it as a Twilight Zone episode. That's how we saw it. Oh, that's where I knew that name from. Right. Yes. 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 <laughs> and so. It's about uh, a, a Civil War guy, and he's being hung, and he escapes. And but it ends with he not escaping; he's hung. So the whole escape is fantasy. 
I would totally do that episode like that. I'd, I'd pick my guy, have them, or, or gal, Maggie, whatever, and have them like, we saved the day. And at the end, no, it's just, just her quick fantasy before the bullet goes right through her, or the bat goes through her face. Because <laughs> it would be gripping. See, <laughs> at least interesting. Here was, here's my thought. And if they do this, they're going to have a lot of angry people. You start the next season, the first episode, with Morgan and Carol. Oh, you know they're going to do that. And you just go, oh, you have to wait and find out. And they're just, it's like, fuck you. But my, go ahead. I, real quick, I feel bad for Morgan. He cannot escape post-apocalyptic scenarios because he was in Jericho. Yep. And then, like, suddenly they're zombies. Yep. <laughs> he just, and he's basically playing the same character he was in Jericho. And, like, yep. you know, I'm alone. I'm taking care of all this my family. He's doing the same thing. Uh, guy has one character. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, if they do that, there's going to be a lot of really, really angry people. There's already angry people that are cracking me up on the internet because they're like, that that upset me so much that I am I am not going to watch Walking Dead anymore except for that first episode so I can see who he killed. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. If you, stand by your convictions. If you if if you're angry, if you're that angry about the the fucking show. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. I'm going to start a petition to make them (laughs) film that last scene and air it after the Fear of the Walking Dead one night. I'm going to start a petition to do that. Petitions work. Whitehouse.org. You can do it. Here's the funny (laughs) thing. Obama, make that happen. Here's the funny thing. I guarantee you they've already filmed it. Because Um, otherwise they've got to bring everybody. And there was a lot of people there. They said the cast doesn't know yet because they don't want to leak. Are you serious? Yeah, they haven't filmed it yet. No. God, it's gonna suck to set that back up. Nah, they got pictures. It's still, it's still, it's just gonna suck. That's what art. I mean, they all just for. look greasy and dirty all the time, anyway. Yeah, but there's, there's Rick's like, faces all. I it's mean, like 150 that people. dude must love the taste of blood because his face is just covered. Like That's Rick true. Grimes is a damn vampire. Caro, mm, Caro <laughs> syrup. Mm. <laughs> That's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you know, I didn't have a huge problem with the ending. I understand. I understand why some people did, but for me, I was just like, oh, okay, that happened. Like, I would like to know who it was, but it made it to where the next day at work, that's all everybody was talking but about. But they still would be talking about who they killed, and people would be bitching and griping and moaning about who they killed. Sure. And so there'd be all this, and, you know, we might have riots. It would be awesome to see, like, so all these middle-aged white women rioting over Daryl's death. I think it would be amazing. It's a weird social experiment, Kevin. <laughs> crossbows and motorcycles and uh, I mean buddy I wish you all the success in the world but you shouldn't have your own TV show because <laughs> he would do Kevin would totally do that I was like alright all the you know middle aged housewives love this guy I'm curious what will happen if they, said, you. they said they'll they'll riot call in your bluff bitches yeah. let's do this riot go ahead and this is how go the ahead. purge starts <laughs> well, it's the, it's the, the mommy same. purge <laughs> It's the same, it's the same thing with with wrestling. It every time like Cena is about to beat somebody who everybody loves, it's like if Cena wins, we riot. I'm like, you're not gonna fucking riot. Stop it. Like, but what if they did riot? He's like, it's past your bedtime. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> Go to your room without supper. <laughs> oh god. So uh, final thoughts. America. <laughs> <laughs> so final thoughts on uh, the Walking Dead finale. To me, like I said, wasn't a huge deal, but I get the uproar about it. It sucked. I don't get the uproar because it ends the same way every season. They're, That's they, not true. 
they end up in some place where it's going to be like we're going to be safe for a moment and then you know well that didn't happen this time and then, <laughs> and then like the bad guy is like the governor times eight <laughs> Negan is like a like a like an evolved Pokemon right the governor just evolves into Negan right like next year it's just going to be dark side <laughs> <laughs> right you know, who's worse than Negan I choose you the, Negan the Lord of Apocalypse <laughs> Daryl join me and Supergirl. <laughs> Take this boom tube and travel to Europe and infect them all. <laughs> I would watch that. I would the DC Walking Dead crossover. I'm in. See, uh, by the way, we we talked about this uh, at uh, at work. There, there's there's two thoughts I had recently on the Walking Dead. One, zombies never existed. Like the idea of a zombie never existed in the world of Walking Dead, which means that they never got to see, never got to hear the song or see the movie or the uh, uh, the music video for Thriller. Which is a damn shame. And two, um, they. How do we know that this is even happening in Europe? Oh, we've talked about this in other podcasts. Because podcast. I saw Twenty Eight Days Later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it would be it would be amazing if this was just to like the American continents. Oh, and like Europe and Asia, they're just like, all right, we're gonna let that. We're gonna let oh, them settle we, down over we there. We talked about this on a, on a mopcast last year that Walking Dead and Hunger Games and stuff are all just reality TV for Europe. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a great idea. It's like the, the continent is in this, this um, North America is just gone to shit but Britain's like alright turn on the telly it's time for The Walking Dead. <laughs> what are those American chaps doing from the zombies? That's awesome. The real tragedy if they didn't have zombies in their pop culture in uh-huh. the world of The Walking Dead is that they don't experience the band white zombie. That's it's just white. <laughs> they have no age of Aquarius, or she's not there. Yeah. There you go. The zombies. The zombies. <laughs> uh, they're just the. Scotty, what is your topic? Uh, oh, oh, to me, I thought we were just going around the table. Nope, nope. nope. <laughs> oh, you want to go last. Counterclockwise up in here, baby. <laughs> I'm going to go last. I got you. Um, hey, uh, my topic is uh, the fanboy outrage of Star Wars Rogue One. Okay. Slash the fanboy outrage of against um, Ray from the Force Awakens, and, uh, and the reason why I, I tie them together because they're similar. Uh, we got the trailer for Rogue One last week, and yes. so Force Awakens came out last week, so it kind of resurgence of of the Ray hate. Okay, and I'm like the rate, I, the rate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't get it. So first of all, um, I, the trailer came out, and I posted on Twitter. How long will it take for the the people to cry social justice, you know, social warrior justice? It took four seconds after that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. And someone tweeted right after it. And this is the first one. So it's, it's girls can't kill stormtroopers. Another Disney movie about a, a, a Disney girl hero. Women, blah, blah. I mean, it was just for, uh, for days. It was just. But here's the thing. I don't disagree with you that there are some people doing that. Those people are also fucking morons. And they're also a very tiny, tiny percentage. You know, you posted on Facebook. Uh, a, a story about the the you know Star Wars fans, uh, you know whatever. And I went in and I put Star Wars fans and I put quotes right. around the word fans. These people aren't Star Wars fans. I mean they they like Star Wars, but they're pieces of shit and they're they're dumb. Like what? That we have to we have to realize that in this world that we have now with social media, that idiots who before. People, they would. The only thing they could do was yell at their own fucking walls and their wife, kick the dogs, kick the dog, and, and you know now they've got a voice that goes out to thousands of people, and people go, "Oh, 
well, I'm an idiot too. I'm going to retweet that because I agree with it. Or it gets retweeted and there's all these hashtags where I love when I see a hashtag for something that's like, uh, you know, kill Muslims or something like that. And you go in and it's like the hashtag is, is trending because of everybody going, this hashtag is stupid. You know, the people who think this are, are <laughs> dumb. And it's like, you're trending it. It's your fucking fault. Stop. Um, or click my link for 25% off a of blowjob. <laughs> uh, click. Um, Kill Muslims. <laughs> ah, shit. Well, you know. Uh, 9-11 was a lie. All right. Click. <laughs> but I think, I don't disagree that there are people out there who believe that. I think that we have a, a media that is set up to go, hey, we're good. we need a story. Here's an easy story. Here, here's something that we can no, get everybody yeah, riled but up but that's about. the media. Sure. That's their job. I mean, you know, well, their job's not to get people riled up. Their their job is to report the news. No, well, their job is to get ratings, <laughs> right. which is the problem. And by getting people <laughs> riled news. up, they which get... is the problem. The yeah. news, fear will keep them in line. Exactly. That's the, <laughs> the problem. problem now is that people getting riled up is the news. Right. You know, it it the most recent offensive whatever on social media becomes the news right. instead of what it was about in the first place. Right. I just, I mean, I feel like I, maybe I'm weird. I don't know. I watched the Rogue One trailer. And I was like, oh, it looked looks really good. It like a movie. Yeah, I want to go see that. that yeah. And it just never clicked with me. Like, oh, yeah, the main character's female. It's like, all right, what? I don't care. Like, right. I, I, no, I don't give a that, fuck who the, I mean, who the leader who, who Seeing the leader her is. being a, an effective fighter didn't make you feel, like, ineffective as a man. No. Like, you couldn't possibly defend your maleness enough <laughs> because there was a girl on screen doing things. No, but this goes back to a conversation that we had previously where um, there was outrage over Laser Team, which is right there. Uh, Laser Team, uh, because there wasn't a, a... One of the leads wasn't female, and it's like... Stop! Like, not every story has to have somebody that you associate with. Yeah, it does. No, absolutely, it does not. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so every story you write should have the should, should have a black guy, uh, a white woman, a black woman, an Asian dude. Yes. <laughs> no, God, no. I don't know where you live now, but that's no, the way the world works. No, that is you, awful. You have to have a cast of twenty-five you, or thirty. God, just, no. Just to just be, let be people inclusive. tell whatever I, fucking story they I, want to tell. I, I'll be happy if we can just get a Native American guy in something who's not doing. Oh, yeah. or like a nutchuck and growing twelve feet. How? <laughs> How? <laughs> uh, Tatanka. <laughs> so. I think I don't think there was as much of an uproar about. I think there was a bigger uproar about Ray than there was about the Rogue One trailer. That's yeah. just my opinion. Well, there's been more exposure, right? Right. Um, just give give but, it time. <laughs> but none of it makes any sense. No, it doesn't. No, it absolutely doesn't. It's because they're Disneyfying Lucasfilm. <laughs> the Disney. They're all making them Disney princesses. Uh. <laughs> Go watch the the prequels. They're god awful. If you, it, I'm I'm happy that they're getting quote unquote Disneyfied. I want that shit to happen because I don't know if you know this. Marvel movies before Disney sucked. <laughs> Star Wars movies outside of four, five, and six sucked. I'm okay with everything Disney has done, and Rogue One's gonna be a great. It was like it's gonna be fantastic. I hope it's great. It's and it has Wash in it, which makes me happy. He's a robot, we think. Oh, I'm good with that. I'm all right. He's, supposed yeah, to be he's doing voice. He's supposed to be motion capture, yeah. though. So he's yeah. cool. 
So he could be, uh, or he could be a yellow, a little yellow butt-eyed, butthole-eyed woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, that, that's from um, how it should have ended. I think, or uh, no, Honest Trader did that. Yeah. Honest Trader with the butt butthole-eyed woman, <laughs> and I can't look at it the same way anymore. I'm like, that's oh, right, she ain't solo. I was like, oh no. No, just keep those things up there. <laughs> like, oh, where's BB-8? <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think what's happened now is like somebody does something dumb or somebody says something stupid, and then it's like, okay, I'm on Twitter or I'm on Facebook. It's now my job to show. That I disagree with this person, so I'm going to retweet it. I'm going to retweet that tweet, and I'm going to put my little blurb above it about how the, how much this person's an idiot. But people just look and go, "This tweet of this idiot was retweeted twenty thousand times." Like, yes, at nineteen thousand nine hundred and nine, you know, about nineteen thousand nine hundred of them are people going, "This person's a moron." Maybe we're doing it wrong. Maybe we should be. Maybe we're doing it wrong. We should just start making asshole comments so we can get. Retweeted twenty thousand times. It works. It absolutely <laughs> yeah. works. Controversy, controversy. Oh, yeah. I mean, right, mm-hmm. fear will keep them in line. Yep. Uh, Kevin, am I am I off base here? No, I agree hundred percent. I yeah. mean, there's there's no reason anybody should be upset about this this particular thing about the movie. I understand oh, the, having should, people should be upset over a movie anyway, but people are agreed. Yeah, I mean, but, Batman, Batman, Superman. I hate to bring that back up, but people are are, are losing their shit over we that. We had half a show about this a couple right. like yeah. a month ago. Yeah, uh, where people, yeah, it's like you mess with my icon, you've ruined my life. My my favorite, not favorite, the worst thing I always hear is you raped my childhood. Yeah, which is the most inappropriate use of a verb in the history <laughs> of the English language. I mean, honestly, this just doesn't even make any damn sense. It doesn't really work well on a t-shirt. You must have had a really bad childhood. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. If a movie now can go back and reverse your enjoyment from 30, you know, usually 40 years ago. Yeah. It's usually people in my age bracket. You know. So, people just need to lighten up and enjoy something. If they don't enjoy it, okay, don't go see the next one. Don't see it again. Don't see it in the first place if the trailer offends your tender sensibilities in some way. Because seeing a girl do stuff makes you feel like you can't do stuff. Right. Okay. I mean, people want the movies to be what they want them to be. Well, write your own damn movie. Yeah. Write right. your own write movie. Write your own make stories. It. We do that, right? Yeah. We, we do. write our own stories. We make it. We do this. We do that. Yep. We do that. So, so I mean, all of us do that in one form or another. Do another one, uh, story about five white guys. <laughs> <laughs> be really weird if you did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just assimilated. I'm just saying. It's like Caucasians are underrepresented in the, <laughs> in the media right. that I want to work in. Right, yep, yep, yep. I need, I need. But one of them is transgender because I want to be edgy. There you go. That's There you go. And make sure he uses the correct restroom in North Carolina and Mississippi. Mississippi right, right. But the, the, other, the other side of that argument uh-huh. is Ray is, is Ray and Mary Sue. And no. I, either or. I, I don't yeah. care one way or the other, but if she is one, my argument is so is Anakin and so is Luke. So you look at comparing comparing the 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 the, the one films that they are land. So you compare Force Awakens to Phantom Menace and A New Hope because Ray's story hasn't continued on to her own or Empire Strikes Back or Jedi. Right. Right. And so so they point out Ray's Mary Sueness is that, oh, well, she's perfect at everything. She's uh, the ultimate mechanic, the ultimate pilot, the ultimate chick with a stick. Uh, 
And then suddenly she uses force powers. Oh no, she's perfect. And then she she goes through no troubles and everything happens. And I'm, everything happens well for her. And I said, okay, a lot of that's true. Well, yeah. a lot of She's really good at all those things. I, I will fully admit that. But let's go look at um, uh, Phantom Menace. Anakin, a 10-year-old slave boy who's great at mechanics, builds his own space go-kart, <laughs> wins the great space go-kart race to get his freedom. <laughs> That somehow qualifies him to fly a starfighter yeah. <laughs> and blow up a robot in, chip. Into battle. Right. Into Not battle. just fly a star starfighter. But from a story standpoint, this whole lineage is able to do that. And I think that's the point of the writing. Right. Is that they they all have this innate piloting ability. Well, and Or these in, is, any of these abilities. Like uh, in Luke's the same way. Luke's, Luke's the exact same way. Luke's a mechanic. Anakin, Luke, Ray, what do they have in common? <laughs> yeah. They're all from desert planets and all have the same exact abilities. They're directly, they're 50% gene related. That's my point. I will be, I, will, I really will be disappointed if she's a Skywalker. She's a Skywalker. I know, but I somehow I'm, I'm a little disappointed. And I understand the, 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 the story of Star Wars, the core stories are a story about Star Wars. So it was a story about Skywalker. So, yeah, she's going to be. Now there's stories about Disney-fied princesses. <laughs> right. They've changed <laughs> No, no, the no, no, no. Just just the, the anthology series. The <laughs> Star Wars no story. Ray. <laughs> she's not a princess yet. <laughs> she's just related Luke to one. Luke did wear those tights. He was kind of a pretty princess at times. <laughs> but I had this argument with a friend about Ray being, being um, um, uh, a Mary Sue, and I was like, yeah. you, can, you can call her that, but you yeah. have to call the other ones... And 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 her argument was no no you can't because they were trained when were they trained in when, <laughs> when the fuck was Luke Skywalker trained when he's holding a lightsaber and blocking blaster bolts that after he's had a helmet on for two seconds apparently that's training no <laughs> you should try some time it's really effective uh, appar- apparently it's super easy so I got his master's degree <laughs> his thesis was behind a exactly welding shield and a lightsaber <laughs> wow 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 yeah that's great what are you writing I don't know wow 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 give that man a degree. <laughs> the force is strong with him. You know, uh, I wish that worked. <laughs> here's here here's the thing. Several my bitches about that, but then if you don't do something like that, that why is the character there? You know what I mean? It's like it's like give me a reason to make this character who is the hero mm-hmm. be the hero. Like that's always been the case. The story of Hercules. Hercules, you know, Son of, uh, was uh, son of Zeus and all this stuff, and it's like, all right, cool. Uh, he's he still like starts off going, hey, you know, I'm kind of strong. Look at me, hey, yeah, yeah, I but, can pick up things. But the problem with that in your argument is that it's he and the son of Zeus. Great, and so the, the I don't think they they care the fact that that Ray has these abilities. They just they're crazy. They're mad because Ray's a girl. Okay, Xena. Everybody loves Xena, Warrior Princess. I don't. I don't either. God damn it, <laughs> Lucy like, Wallace! I got your back. I, I like her just fine. I, yeah, but that, I'm a fan. That, that show was awful. <laughs> she she's one of my favorite SNL that's, hosts. That's very true. She did the, 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 my the Stevie Dicks. The Stevie it. Sorry for raping that childhood there she, about disagreeing with you. <laughs> welcome to the internet. Roar! <laughs> I'm <laughs> mad at things. I'm going to my Tumblr and I'm going to bitch about this. I don't know if I can elucidate this. Are you going to do it in pictures? Because <laughs> no one's going to read that. I know. Apparently, but. Gifts. Why? Why can't she Gif. be a Mary Sue? Why? Why do we have to attribute all these social ideals to fictional characters and fictional environments? This is not a documentary, right? You know, and people are trying to uh, enforce their social views, whether they're legit or not, 
on fictional characters that are just fun stories. So, I mean, we get down to how wicked the Ewok was treated by his tribe, you know, because he was smaller. So they're prejudiced against the handicapped. You know, I mean, you could break it down that straight up that ridiculously. I, uh, I, I hate Ewoks anyway, so I, I, I hate I, them too. And so we're racist. Yeah. I mean, that makes us yep, horrible, yep, awful yep, people. Yep, What's wrong with the Ewoks? <laughs> Fuck Ewoks. They're pieces of shit. They're no Gungans. <laughs> Fuck Gungans too. See? I'm making my way through. Come on. I uh, hate, hate so, all these people that aren't like you. That's, that's right. just the fact. So, so with, with your educational background, help me out here with this. Um, this is a trend that's happened in art from from people from our youth mm-hmm. who, who've, who've kind of grown into... Um, and I'm guilty of this too, of man children. And they, they, um, are the ones who are, are, who are associating all this and personifying all this. So what started that trend? What, what, where's that trend coming from? Cause there has to be something that, that made the change in the zeitgeist to, to the point where it's not just, it's not just a movie. Jaws is for a lot of people are just a movie. Star Wars is an experience. And Star Wars is a part of something different. They're both giant tentpole movies. I mean, they both started. I mean, Jaws started the blockbuster, and but and why people are attached to Jaws? How much Jaws cosplay do you see? <laughs> I saw two at the Super Bowl uh, halftime show a couple years ago. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> do uh, I've gone. And, on Halloween is Roy Scheider several times. I'm just going to put this out there. But only from 2010. That's, Don't that's a beach cub. I'm just saying. I figured it'd be like 2010 in the, in the blue jumpsuit. My God, it's full of stars. Oh Am I the only fan of that movie? That movie's awesome. Uh, oh my God. I remember that he was in that movie. With John Lithgow yeah. and um, uh, I can't think of the Ru- uh, the Russian lady who she won an Oscar for playing the queen. Um, I don't know. Uh, never mind. It'll come but back. To get to your question. Yes. Um, I forgot to ask one. You know, uh, you you can apply that that same zeitgeist argument to comics just in in general because the the people that love comics and are so fierce about comics are still within like the thirty five to fifty age group, and there was so much pop culture in the eighties that people still identify with Transformers, GI Joe, Claremont's X Men, Batman eighty nine. The Star Wars movies, the Star Trek movies, and people associate that with their childhood. And I don't know if it's something with latchkey kids, because things were changing in the 70s and 80s and we're coming home. And I mean, for me, I know I watched a lot of Adam West Batman and Shatner Captain Kirk when I didn't have anybody else at home with me. That's just the way it was, single parent. And I think they associate that so closely Kirk with would be their a cool identity. Dad. I always thought that. <laughs> um, Poor David and Marcus. They tie that so closely to their own identity. When somebody tampers with it in ways they don't like, then they take it personally, and that's where the childhood raped thing comes in. But it's still insane. Oh, of course I it mean, is. I mean, you know, that's like I have always idolized Leonard Nimoy as Spock. He's like this epitome of good and logic and controlling rage mm-hmm. and things like that. And so they bring in, um, what's his name? Zachary Quinto. Quinto, yeah. Who does an admirable job, I think. He's not Leonard Nimoy. Well, no. Nobody's going to be. It doesn't enrage me. That it enrages some people. All those movies make some people want to riot. Um, I just don't think they were very good. The the J. Abrams Star Trek movies. I liked them fine. They were kind of I mean, for me, me, I I watched them and they were okay, but I'm not not knocking down the door. I've got to own this and watch this again. So I don't want to go back through that experience. Not that it was just... 
whatever. But, but some people take that and then it's like, oh, you changed what was good about it, what I liked about it. And so now you're wrong and I'm furious and my life is ruined mm-hmm. because of what you did. Instead of, huh, I'm going to go watch the old Star Trek again because it was good. I'm yeah. going to go watch some DS9 because that was what, awesome. That was the best show ever. Instead of doing that, <laughs> they lose their minds. What? <laughs> Next Generation is the best. And that's just facts. Original series. We, this is a whole separate podcast. We should totally do that. <laughs> we need. We need. We need two more people. We'll, I don't think we'll ever find someone who's as Enterprise and Voyager. I won't say. I, mean, I don't think we'll have any with those people. But if you're out there, come call it. We'll, uh, Mopcast.com. We'll put you on the show. We'll make it happen. But well, there's definitely something in that age cohort that that's different, from right? Others. Because because I, I I think our parents. I mean, our our parents had um, they had original Star Trek, and our parents. Really don't identify. I mean, my parents sure. I mean, they watched it as a kid, but they don't identify with like like. I don't. I don't see my mom or dad at con dressing up at. And I, I know they're. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I know there are older people who do that, and that's fine. I'm I'm I, I'm the last person to tell you anyone how to celebrate their fandom. Mopcast Network celebrate fandom. That's what we do. <laughs> plugs, man. Plugs. You gotta get. But I, I'm saying that my mother wouldn't wouldn't do it. I mean, my, my dad loved Thunder uh, with the Thunderbirds, the puppets thing. Yeah. 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 I, but I don't see anyone. He's out of the cons. Like, hey, what's going right. on, guys? So, <laughs> so it, it's just interesting to me that that next generation, our generation, kind of just kind of got latched onto this. There's an entitlement to it that's bizarre, frankly. And maybe it's because we got so oversaturated with it. I mean, our cartoons were commercials for. Yeah, and that, I do think that's part of it. You know, it's not just I watched GI Joe. I will own those GI Joes. And I did. I did. Me too. Me too. It's like. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna get that Cobra Commander, and I'm gonna get that that, that, I mean, that Terradome. You saw the old GI Joe room at my house, right? I, I, I did, I did. <laughs> like, I mean, we met originally the first time at an mm-hmm. auction, and what was the guy's name? In uh, Ricky, Ricky over in Pensacola. <laughs> yeah. the, probably about a good three, four years before we actually met. Mm-hmm. So, right. sorry, we just left you out of that. No, 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 <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, final thoughts on uh, on the Star Wars uproar about female leads well as i say about this anytime it comes up as i said about superman batman people just need to relax and if you don't enjoy something don't, just don't enjoy it don't lose agree. your mind about it agree. you know i mean it's it's it reeks of gamergate kind of stuff where women should be threatened and harassed out of uh fandom i hate that term yeah. but out of enjoying something they like are being central to it like the main characters yeah because it makes these guys feel inadequate it makes them feel threatened in some way. That makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. Um, so people just need to lighten the hell up. If you don't like it, do something else. Yeah. You. Uh, we we've we've mentioned this. So we mentioned this on the podcast that uh, Aaron was on. Um, just because you're a fan of something doesn't mean you own it. And the people who do own it, if they want to do something different with it, if you don't like it, just don't participate. Give it up. Hey, you had your run, and th- and that's it. I've done that with a number of things. Yep. That's how it goes. Sorry. Was that a fan of Star Wars, uh, St- Stargate Universe? <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed it. I'm just trying to figure out what, what was the one you gave up on. <laughs> uh, I gave up on a couple different video game franchises. Um, I've given up on some bands uh, over the years, like Green Day. I just don't get it anymore. Like I'm like, I got it, I got it. You you hung out with you two for a bit, and now you're <laughs> now you're all political. Great, go fuck off. Uh, they did that Broadway show. Bully, bully for them. <laughs> Great for them. 
Uh, Scotty, any final closing my, thoughts? My final thoughts is uh, Star Wars is for everyone. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be upset about it, it's okay to be upset about it. But, you know, in the end, Star Wars is for everyone. Boy, girl, black, white, robot, human. Yoda. It's just fun. It is. It it's is. It's just fun. And it doesn't matter who they include as central characters, whether it's Finn or bisexual Poe or, or, or Ray I'm or anything. And maybe my guitar is off, but I didn't read into I, that. I didn't either, but... <laughs> and that's you, okay. That's there's fine. There's a couple of things that I've seen that are really funny that, <laughs> that support that theory. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay uh, Regardless, with it. it was just good. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I, real quick before we leave this topic, because you yeah. said something that really interests me. Uh, yeah. You said that we don't own it, and that's true. Mm-hmm. But especially with the Star Wars universe, they did invite us to participate. Sure. Immensely. I mean, not, I mean, not even. I mean, because not only there was toys and dress up things, and as you got older, there were role playing games and then video games and stuff. So they did kind of create this monster themselves. <laughs> well, no, and and, and uh, another half, you know, more what I'm a part of with, with wrestling. It's the same thing. You know, you have a lot of wrestling fans who who are like, okay, well, you've told us that if we cheer for people. If they get the loudest pops or the you know the the best the the biggest heat for the evening, then you know they're going to get their their the pushes that they deserve, and that's not the case anymore. Um, and it's and so yeah, there's a lot of outrage about that. There's a lot of outrage, um, you know, with the Star Wars thing. But my thing is whether whether WWE pushes who I want them to push, or if Star Wars decides to have a female lead, and I don't give a shit. But if I if I did care. I would just go, oh, oh, they're not listening to me. All right, I quit. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I, I've got, I've got a billion other things I can watch. I don't know if I could quit Star Wars. It's like a drug. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and mainline that X-wing first. But you know, I think that's that's a little example of how other people feel. But then they just take it to the nth degree in mm-hmm. terms of their overreactions. I mean, if, if they turn Star Wars into a real political drama. We'd all hate it. I mean, because you're not you're taking what's good about it away. Oh, that was the Phantom Menace. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, it was a political drama. With but suppose, some... but that's supposed to parallel real world events. Right. It'd be even worse. Oh yeah. You know, it'd be so grim. And Emperor just... Trump is running against Senator <laughs> Senator Sanders from the planet Naboo. <laughs> okay, so it is kind of like that. <laughs> so my topic, kind of, kind of comes off of that topic. Um, trailers. Uh, you know, we talked about the Doc Strange trailer at the beginning, the Suicide oh, Squad. I was thinking U-Haul, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, Suicide Squad trailer came out last week. It was one of the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was awesome. It was. Um, and, you know, uh, before Batman versus Superman came out, I said that I think the trailer is giving away too much of this movie. In my opinion, gave away way too much of that movie. Uh, our trailers which are supposed to build hype for a movie, are they ruining movies? No. No. Okay, why? Uh, trailers have been doing this. I Because you mentioned your topic earlier, so I did mm-hmm. a little research. Yes. And so, you know, I, I kind of Googled what, what trailers giving away the plot kind of thing. And sure. then there was a great list about the 12, 12 mo- trailers that gave away all the plot. And I thought originally this was a new trend. No, um, mm. saw the went back and watched the trailer for Chinatown. That movie is Chinatown is a trailer <laughs> in three minutes. I, mean, I, talk, I was like, I don't. And, and the trailer ends with Jake. It's okay. It's Chinatown. The last line in the movie is the last line of the trailer. Wow. You 
That was 74, I think. 73, yeah, 74. Right. So uh, uh, before that, the Carrie, I watched the Carrie trailer today from the original one. The exact same thing. It was like, <laughs> she's a mystery, yeah, abused girl who doesn't know about things to demon spawn killing everyone. <laughs> I didn't really have to watch that movie. <laughs> right, but I think I think that's... But to, I still did. <laughs> but see, that's, that's the thing. So I worry, and you said it's not a new, it's, it's not a new trend, which is... Yeah, uh, a bit of a surprise. But, like, when I watched uh, the Suicide Squad trailer, the new one, I was like, man, this looks really good. And then I went, wait, saw the other trailer. It was really good. How many good moments are they giving up already to try to sell me on this movie to where if I go in after I've seen two or three trailers and I'm like, I've seen this whole fucking movie just cut out of order. And it's like, uh, which means I have to reach a point and, and... it's on me to do this, to make this decision. I have to reach a point with, with the trailer where I go, I can't watch anything else. Like, I haven't watched a Game of Thrones trailer at all. Not fucking one. Because I'm like, I want to but be you don't surprised. Because I know that that's going to be good. Because you, you're going to watch it if you watch a trailer or not. You're going to watch Game of Thrones. You watch, right. Like Tyrion and, and uh, the la, mother, la, 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 mother la, dragons la, la, la. bring Jon Snow from the dead. And fly him to the Iron Throne. It's going to be awesome. No. It's going to end in like the second episode of this season. No, we're just kidding. It's over. Jon Snow's the king. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <Willis> <laughs> <happily> <laughs> <after>. <laughs> it's going to end with Nate Negan over. <laughs> <laughs> Negan and Ray, who's, who's, who's got the iron throat because he's such a Mary Sue. Negan's <laughs> over, over Tyrion. And nice. like one of these people. <laughs> but it's just, uh, it, it's, it's one of the six where it's like, like Aaron doesn't watch trailers at all because she, she was tired of movies being ruined for her. Um, where do we draw the line? Like, should we, like, if if you watch a trailer and then you go see the movie and the movie is pretty much the fucking trailer, should you be frustrated by that? Or should you go, oh, well, I probably shouldn't watch the trailer. Um, I think trailers are exciting. I think they're exciting to people as reveals for what the movie's going to be. Right. I think it's a natural lead up to the full film. I don't see it as spoilers. Uh, I don't see it as giving away too much of the movie. Because I'm already going to be excited to see those parts of the movie. Because if it's a good movie, the trailer's good. Those are good parts. And I want to see how it fits together. Right. But it it does lose some pop. um, I don't think so. And um, I definitely don't think Batman, Superman, uh, the trailers gave away stuff. But I thought it was stuff that needed to be given away to say, what are we doing with this movie? Right. And But then the, the twists in that movie were so unexpected, at least for me. I wasn't spoiled on it. So it was really fun to watch the things that happened. That I didn't see coming. Yeah, when Negan killed Superman, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> like Kryptonite barbed wire. Right. Like, whoa. <laughs> I was down with that. I was like, bold moves, Zack Snyder. Bold moves. And then when uh, Negan and Batman did that like Van Halen style high five, leaping like David Lee Roth. Right. Eddie, high five. Right. Ever. I was. Like, with like, Ray sliding under, <laughs> playing an electric guitar. <laughs> like Crypto Bros. Oh, yeah. Bam. Real quick. We're, <laughs> Uh, fans out there, please, someone draw that for me. <laughs> I need to see that in my life. Batman and Negan in a Van Halen's hot fire with Ray underneath of the guitar. Please, someone out there, make that happen. A Superman with like Glenn crushed head. Yeah. Oh, that would be there awesome. Go. Oh, nice. Uh, my opinion of of the trailers thing yes. is that um, if if your movie is ruined by giving away two to five minutes of footage in six months. Your movie was terrible. Absolutely. Anyway. So 
but Batman versus Superman was terrible. It was not <laughs> no. terrible. Not terrible. I think I think I think a lot of it is backlash because I, I think a lot of people just don't like Zack Snyder's films. Sure. And a lot of people think they're not supposed to like them and they right. think it's cool not right, to like right. them and so therefore I think that's what a lot of this is. That's absolutely the backlash against that movie. Because okay, look at it. Rotten, the Rotten Tomatoes uh, scales in two, two, two sides, right? The critic side bashed it. Critics going to bash the superhero movie anyway. Unless it's Marvel right now because Marvel's the current, Killing current, it. current right. currently the darling. The fan, the, but the fans, are, it's it's like last time I saw it was like seventy percent. Yeah, which is great. That's about what I would give it. I'd give it about I, a seventy. You know, it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen. It's way better than Man of Steel, and I couldn't stand Man of Steel. I, I thought it was a little bit better than Man of Steel. Way better. Man of Steel was terrible. I don't know if you liked it. I just I did like it. Uh, there sorry, are parts that, I don't like. There's a lot. I mean, I, but I the, wanted to like it. The too. first sixty percent of the movie, I, I really loved. I you know I I was excited because I love I mean I, and I've said this a lot of times I'm a huge diehard Zack Snyder fan. You go see a Zack Snyder film, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be flashy and a lot of colors and some slow motion, but high action, high energy. Kind of like a Tim Burton film. You go see a Tim Burton film, it's got a, a look to it. Zack Snyder's film has an exact look. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Man of Steel, sweet. It's going to be Zack Snyder. Christopher Nolan and his brother are going to write this thing. And it's going to be awesome. And it wasn't. And maybe that was my problem because I was expecting something bigger than it could have been. Well, uh, but the trailer was all right for it. <laughs> going back to the topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. The trailer is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but to me, the trailers have become an event that's almost as big as the opening of the movie itself. I mean, just that I agree with, uh, like Dr. Strange last night, it doesn't just pop up in the old days. You just had to hope you caught a trailer during before, network TV yeah. or, or before and a yeah. certain movie or whatever. Yeah. You just had to hope you caught right. it. Cause it wasn't even an event. You know, you were like, I didn't know that movie was coming out. Oh. I saw the trailer for Blade Runner. I was like 10 years old. And I was like, Holy hell. I, they I make movies like this. I caught my trailers. Usually at Sunday mornings about nine o'clock on Cisco Network. See, I mean yeah. that was about it. Though. Yeah, uh, maybe that, yeah. maybe they would show clips clips from trailers right. on Entertainment Tonight. Maybe on the news. Right. Maybe. Right. If it was Star Wars or Jaws or something at that level in the seventies, the seventies. Yes. <laughs> but the, now YouTube, Jimmy Kimmel is usually popping off the premieres of these uh, trailers mm-hmm. on his show now, the Marvel yeah. stuff, ABC. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're coming through there. Yeah, Rogue One was on uh, Good Morning America. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so early, it, too. I was really surprised how early that ran. But it's so much fun to me, and obviously to a lot of other people, because you look at the views on these things in just an hour, you've got millions of views on the bigger ones in no time at all, yeah. because people want to see the trailers. They yeah. At this point, that ship has left port. The trailers are going to be spoilery. They're going to show a lot of stuff, but I think the studios know that, and it's incumbent upon them to make sure that what's in the trailers is going to just be the seed for what's more awesome in the movie. Right, and and that's what I was going to say is I think some of the best trailers I've seen recently, uh, with the movie, I mean, is the fact uh, is is Star Wars, and granted, is Star Wars Force Awakens, which granted it has the benefit of being fucking Star Wars. You can show three scenes and go, it's Star Wars. You're going to see it. What are you going to do? Um, that's just what they did. It's just like, yeah. hey, that's the trailer. Like George Lucas, like, don't yeah. watch my movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, but uh, the Deadpool trailer I thought was fantastic, and it gave away some of the funny parts, but it didn't give away all of the funny parts. It didn't give away all the high parts of that movie. To where when I was watching it, I was like, like stuff came up, and I was, oh, okay, I didn't expect that. That was great. 
my problem is, especially with comedy trailers, is it's like, all right, we gotta th- we gotta put this joke in there, we gotta put this joke in there, we gotta put this joke in there. Why? Those are the three funniest jokes. So we gotta we gotta get. A- and so when you see the movie, you're like, oh yeah, that joke. All right, yeah, I saw that trailer. Good time. All right, moving on. Well, you know. I mean, that's because most comedies now are formulaic. It's yeah. Galifianakis and Melissa McCarthy, and they both do the same shtick. Can't stand Melissa. She's McCarthy. a comedy Mary Sue. Just a joke. I've never actually watched a Melissa McCarthy movie. Really? I, I like never them. will. You're not going to see Ghostbusters? I hate the first two Ghostbusters. Really? I, I did not. I don't like them. We've never, we never discussed no, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Maybe just, that's why. It just I, bores the crap out of me. That trailer was awful. Yes. That trailer was god awful. I will still say that movie, though. Um, I will probably see it, but the fan recut of that trailer was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It fixed the pacing of that trailer. Um, but talking about melissa mccarthy for a second my biggest problem with her is every it's like every role is the same fucking role it's like chris farley back in the day mm-hmm. i enjoy watching chris farley stuff now but if i would have been my age when his shit was uh, like when he was mm-hmm. you know, hitting it big big yeah um but I, I i probably would have had the same problem i have with uh, melissa mccarthy which is it's like i got it I got, I got your, I got your three jokes that you roll through every fucking time I see you. I got, I'm good, There's I'm good. Fat girl Pratt falls. I mean, that's that's her shtick. Yeah, um, and she does. And listen, she does other stuff every time. Yeah, she does other stuff, but that's the basis of her jokes. And I just go, okay, I got it, I got it. Thank you. <laughs> give me something else. You know, it's okay. She, she, I think it's okay to have a wheelhouse. She does other things. I think she was great in Saint Vincent. Vincent. I don't blame her for it. I'm just no. I'm no, just no, no money. Make your money. But I mean, she, I mean, that's not all she does. I'll, 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 she's done other things, and so like I said, she's brilliant. Saint Vincent. I mean, just brilliant. And she's not doing the fat girl Pratfall thing. So, no. but you know, you don't watch Miss Lil McCarthy movies. So, you have a, what's your favorite trailer recently? Uh, favorite trailer recently, and, and also Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. The newest Suicide Squad trailer was so fucking good. And I think that they released that trailer uh, the way that they did to be like, hey, we've heard your complaints about Batman versus Superman being a bit dark. Look, Suicide Squad's going to be a bit more light. It's going to be dark humor. I yeah. mean, that's what it it's should dark be. Humor, it's dark humor. But, but it's going to be, it's going to be funny. The, the scenes with the, the little the scenes with Boomerang, they all seem funny, which is great because he needs to be the comedy center of that, yeah. of that movie. Right. And uh, more than the Joker, even because yeah. the Joker's not going to be on the team. Yeah. And Harley, but, Harley Quinn in that. Oh, God. I, um, I, I hope they rec- release a third trailer. And Wasn't they, that the third trailer? Oh, a fourth trailer then. Okay. And uh, put the soundtrack to Dream Weaver. And the reason why I say that because the first trailer was Bohemian Rhapsody. This last one is B- Ballroom Blitz. Let's just go ahead and finish out the three things that were on the Wayne's World soundtrack. <laughs> I had the same thought, dude. <laughs> so I mean, so Warner Brothers. I know you're a big fan of the show. Uh, please, for me, I need a Dream Weaver cut of Harley or something. Harley Joker. Ooh, Dream right? Weaver. Right. Yes, with Harley like walking with the little dazzles, right. all around her with the bat, and, and Joker's like, mm. yeah, or, I, it needs to happen. I, or does that Tia Carrere show up? I don't care. Nice. That's a good thing anytime. Right. <laughs> Relic Connor. <laughs> Except then. <laughs> I'm pulling, pulling out. Just like. All right. Do we have any important suggestions to finish up this episode? Of the find out what he saw other trailers. Anything he liked. Oh. Sorry, we're running a little long. I'm just trying to trying to wrap this up. What was the? Uh, well, the, I mean, to me, the most effective trailers in the past year were the Force Awakens trailers. I mean, yeah. 
the way that they introduced Han and Chewie. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I yeah, know, just, I mean, no, I mean, so I, I was misty. I know other people were misty. It just connects in a yeah, way. Yeah, there's video on YouTube of me crying when I saw the big one. I, I mean, <laughs> it's just crazy. And but that's they were put together in such a way that they revealed a little more each time because mm-hmm. the yeah. first one you don't know who's flying the Falcon. Yeah, and uh, and then that second trailer when they show them at the end, it's just like. <laughs> Just, <laughs> we were all home, but it was, we, it was like true. We were all home. Yeah, I mean that was the first time we felt Star Wars since '83. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, it, you know, whoever cut that, smart. I mean, it's like the yeah. summer of '80. I'm standing out in the heat, out, you know, at the old theater down by the mall, right. with my little brother waiting to get in. And all of a sudden, it's just like, <laughs> horrible. But it's such great trailers. Yeah. Um, Marvel does a great job with all their trailers. Um. But the Mad Max trailer was amazing too. That was good. Fury Road was mine. Great. Most recently, was uh, a non-superhero or kind of genre movie was "Hello, My Name Is Doris," which you probably Lame looks. Oh, right, because you know uh, <laughs> Michael Showalter, who was on the stage, uh, American uh, Wet Hot American Summer, comedian guy uh, Stella, mm-hmm. him, um, wrote and directed this great film with Sally Field. I saw it last week at the Crescent, but the trailer brought brought me in, and it's it was a very classy, classic kind of. 80s trailer like oh there's enough here for me to go i want to see this film it was bow, great. Bow. So, so every everything that you were kind of complaining about this this trailer didn't have i mean so right. it, was, it was it was kind of perfect but i highly recommend hello my name is doris okay. i saw the trailer for anomalisa the charlie kaufman puppet movie mm-hmm. and uh, i still haven't of course it doesn't come here for me to see right but it's an amazing trailer yeah it's it's, just, uh, it's i'm a, I, I'm a mark Redbox. for kaufman anyway but it's in red box now I don't have to get annoyed. I think it's all Redbox. Yeah. Uh, Starburns, uh, Dan Harmon's company, did that. Wow. He was complaining that he almost won an Oscar. He was like yelling at Pixar. It's funny. Anyway, nice. You're trying to end the show. Yep. Important recommendations. I have one. Go ahead. Uh, you need to go to the Let's Play Community channel on YouTube, which I believe is YouTube.com/slash/LPCommunity or Let's Play Community. I'm not sure. Uh, I have a video there, and I'm about to have another video there. Uh, uh, the fine folks at Achievement Hunter are doing a Achievement, Achievement Hunter Hockey League, and I'm doing uh, week wrap-ups for them on the Let's Play Community channel. You should go check it out. Uh, I'll post a link down below so you can see it. And uh, I, I'm really excited. It's, uh, it's almost at 5,000 views, and all thumbs up. I've yet to get a thumbs down, and the comments have been super nice. Kick so, ass, man. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, good sir? How, How dare you? you? I love you too much. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my recommendation is go see my my shit. Go see my shit, Scotty. Oh you, man, you've got shit to recommend. Oh yeah, uh, I, I I'll just self shameless plug. Absolutely <laughs> hit it. Uh, if you like cool podcasts among uh, the Important Report and the uh, Occasional Gamers Podcast, also known as the OG hey. Podcast, um, you can find all these and others uh, at mopcast dot com and or you can find us on mopcast dot dot com uh, and uh, follow me at scotty white because there's lots of cool stuff the facebook page is full of cool stuff too so i try to keep update and with pop culture kind of things yep what i do okay in the uh, spirit of selfishness that we've shown <laughs> tonight um <laughs> i'll plug my new development my yep. publishing company inverse press just partnered with uh, south florida comic publisher cosmic times hey! bravo sir to take our entire library nationwide and worldwide in comic shops starting in June. Um, so I want you to check out CosmicTimes.net or Cosmic Times on Facebook. Um, that's where we're going to be headquartered in terms of our distribution and marketing for these books. They've already got a whole line of books of their own. 
So check those out. Awesome. Congratulations. Right. I am very, very proud. Very, very proud. Thank you. That's a very uh, intimidating. And a long time coming. <laughs> but it's going to happen. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Uh, the Kickstarter. And uh, I yeah. have a Kickstarter ending six days from right about now, actually. So about three, four, three or four days <clears throat> when this posts. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be Tuesday the 19th at 8 p.m. Central. Yeah. Uh, it'll be ending. It's the absentee. You can just search for the absentee on Kickstarter. Uh, you can get the full story for as little as $3. And it's a good story, too. I'm a it's, fan. It's, Thank you. It's, it's a really good story. Rando Dixon, Kate Frizzell, just killing some amazing art. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very, very pretty book. And didn't you win a belt Friday? I did win a belt <laughs> Friday on the Friday Night Championship <laughs> Challenge right there at twitch.tv slash Aaron Porter is. Um, See, I keep up with you. I, just, uh, <laughs> I, I won. I, I finally won my title back. Uh, I'm very excited about that. They so. cried in his karaoke. No, no. I held. I held. A, I held it up as John Cena's music played because I chose the most obnoxious theme music ever for for when I win. <laughs> um, all right. So, Scotty, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having Appreciate me. It. Absolutely, we'll have to do it again. Yeah, and well, I have a podcast. You guys are all always welcome. Just show up. Hey. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Polyhedral Prod. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron underscore Porter underscore is. You can find Kevin at Kevin LaPorte. And you can find Scotty at, at Scotty White. Awesome. Also find me at, at Inverse Press. Yep. At Mobcast Network. There you go. And until two weeks from today, I'm Aaron Porter. I'm Kevin LaPorte. And this has been Important. Important! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.